This is podcast one of us asking the Duke's Mayo Bowl Classic to, to give us a shout yes. out on their Twitter. Yeah, we need. There's like that's a partnership absolutely waiting to happen. Yeah. And honestly, it's it's more it's more rude of them to say no than it is to say yes. It's like we're literally the only Mayo Boys podcast, right, to exist and probably ever will. Looked if anything, Duke's Mayo, you're missing your opportunity. Yeah, you have an opportunity to reach. Dozens of people. Yeah. <laughs> Dozens of dedicated Mayo fans who we can, you know, I mean, you got lots of Mayo choices. You know, you've got, you got Kraft, you've got Hillman's, you've Hellman's. got Dukes, you've got, you know, all whatever the other ones are that nobody really talks about. If you miss the boat now, then yeah. you're going to re- hit up Hillman's and see what they got. You're going to gonna, gonna regret it. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's on you. The ball's in your court, Dukes. Yeah. And I will tell everyone about your competitors. <laughs> And if you don't support us, we will take your company down. Have a bite of this uh, sandwich. You're gonna kill me. If you're going to pass in white America, you are going to have to learn to like mayonnaise. No. Freddy, 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 woo! Somebody's excited. Yeah, drive to deep center field, baby. Go ahead, go ahead, home run to dead center in the bottom of the eighth against debatably the best closer in baseball to close out the series of the Brewers. Uh, I've had a good night. I don't know about you, Bam, but it's been a good night for old Schmully Boy over here. Well, I've just watched literally every single player the Cubs trade away hit a home run. In this series, you had Chris Bryant, you had Kyle Schwarber, you had Anthony Rizzo in a loss, Jock Peterson went yard. Mm-hmm. So, no, I'm not doing great, Schmoll. Thank you. I want to go ahead and apologize because I feel like I spoke all of that into existence. You did on the last and then episode. It all happened. You absolutely it did all on the happened. last episode. So, I want to say. I want to say I feel bad, but considering I've been almost the direct beneficiary of Jock Peterson this entire year, yep, I I feel bad for you as a friend, but as a Braves fan, I probably care less about Jock Peterson. Hit like eleven home runs in spring training this year, and then hit like one twenty-five the first two months of the season, and then literally and he the turned first, it around the first game he played for the Braves, traded. he went yard, yeah. <laughs> I think, Absolutely. I think he had two in like the first four games. He was just not a fan of Chicago, apparently. No. no. Too cold, man. Gotta go south. It's not too cold in July. Yeah, but he's, he knew it was coming. He's like, I gotta get out of here. Whatever. He <laughs> <laughs> can get bent as far as I <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. As of right now, we're watching... Um, Game three of the other NLDS game. The final playoff series remaining. Yep. Dodgers are up 2-0 in the bottom of the fourth. San Fran holds a 2-1 lead. And honestly, man, I know San Fran's hot and probably the team to beat in the National League, but I got to tell you as a Braves fan, I do not want to play the fucking Dodgers. I don't know. They just got so much talent. Yeah, well, considering what they did to us last year, I just that's the last team I want to see. Yeah. And that's not even – I mean, that's not even counting. They could have had Trevor Bauer on this team too. very true. He wasn't such a colossal douche. Yeah, well, I heard those girls were asking for it, man. 
according to his lawyer. Yeah, the most trustworthy source on this. We just go mm-hmm. right to the lawyer of the accused. Yeah, I just feel bad because, like, I mean, of course it's all he said, she said speculation. And if, it, if any of it's true, then fuck Trevor Bauer. But, like, I actually really liked the dude before all that stuff came out. So it's really unfortunate. I mean, his, like, takes on baseball were refreshing, but... His YouTube hit. channel's pretty cool. Yeah. His, because uh, he would have, like, off-season battles with, like, big-time hitters in, like, yeah. the middle of the desert. Right. <laughs> which was pretty dope. I'm like, this is a good concept. Well, it's, like, the type of guy, like, I feel like I, my thoughts on it is I wish that somebody better than him was doing all that cool stuff. Yeah, I could always kind of tell he was. Well, better, better, like, as, as a, as a person, maybe, because, I mean, like, I mean, the dude's been a stud for the last, like, three years, ever, ever since he went to the Reds, and then. Uh-oh. Is that gone? Yeah, I think so. Who was that? Uh, Mookie. Mookie. Mookie, two-run shot. Mookie. It sucks. I, I really like Mookie, but I don't want the Dodgers to win this game. I got bad news for you, but yeah, it looks no. like they're heading that way. That's fine. San Fran can close it out. Like, I, would, Tre- I would imagine San Fran has home game. Like the way I feel about Trevor Bauer, he, he's the Kyrie Irving of baseball. Yeah. Yeah. It's just constant, like, controversy for no reason that didn't need to happen. That's fair. He is. Yeah, he's, he has extremely... a little more off-the-field trouble than Kyrie does. but Yeah, he's he definitely comes off as, I mean, prior to all this, as somebody who's really not afraid to just piss off literally whoever he wants. Whatever. Yeah, he's just, anybody, he's, he's, I'm just going to say whatever I want, and if you're not a fan of it, then The type of person fair. that's just like, well, that's just my opinion, man. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. Apparently, he was an absolute douche on his high school baseball team. Oh, I would imagine. Because I, I can't remember which one of his teammates. He has a – I think he has a – I want to say there's an there, there's a guy in the MLB right now that, like, played on his high school team, and I can't remember who it was. And he was like, yeah, Trevor Bauer is a complete, like, piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily for the Cubs, he – cut his finger on a drone wing during the 2016 World Series and didn't get a pitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, shout out to you for that, but... Yeah, thanks, Trevor. Thanks <laughs> <laughs> for being a dumbass. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the Dodgers, as far as pitching goes, they, they're the one of the few teams in baseball that can lose, what, NL Cy Young last year and, and be worry absolutely about it. fine. Yeah. yeah, they're fine. We got four other all-star pitchers. Yeah. What was hanging from that chain? Oh, is that his headphones? You have headphones hanging out of his jersey? <laughs> is this AirPod case? Yeah. He's like, I gotta, lo- <laughs> I gotta listen to Love Sosa before every at bat. Psych like, myself up. It's like the kid from Hardball listening. Yeah. <laughs> I love it when you call me yeah. Papa. I wonder what happened to that kid. He's lucky he shaves his head, man, because he's got a serious cul-de-sac. If he didn't, you see the hairline? Yeah. I can I can see why he shaves that thing. You know what's do- is like... I really, I really want to see somebody who just who has a hairline like that and just fucking Rock it. rocks it, bro. Yeah. Just absolutely rocks it. I like, think it should. Be, I think it should be LeBron. He had his chance until the hair plugs. I think he's just he just ruined gotta, it. He ruined it because he would have been the one that like you're like, yeah, it's LeBron. Like, yeah, he can wear his hair over the fuck he wants, but he got self conscious. I think actually didn't. Uh, pretty sure Clyde Drexler rocked it for a while. I yeah, that's the full cold yeah, sack. He, that was kind of in that era where, like, you nobody could, cared. Yeah, you, nobody gave a shit. Like, they all looked like old men. Nobody cared if you were getting your fit off before the game. Yeah, that was back when you couldn't tell if a player was nineteen or forty-eight. Yeah, everybody looked like Greg Oden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to see somebody in the new modern era of like where everything is aesthetic 
Yeah. For somebody to just like completely let themselves go. Right. Like doesn't shave ever, lets their hair grow out that's mangled, like bald patches everywhere. Yep. It'd be like how I'd imagine if like Manu Ginobili like just let his hair go. Yeah. Like if he just never he had, like, he just the, never kept a good. He had like the trend. reverse, like he just had like the spot. The he had the, he had the spot, yarmulke yeah. on the back of his head. Yep. And I need we need more of that and we need more fat athletes. Yeah. We haven't had a really good one since Pablo Sandoval yep. was at his peak. Yeah. And then before that, what? Panda. I mean, you had a uh, CC Sabathia was a good. And then, for he pitcher, lost, then he lost all the fucking But weight. for pitchers, it's different. I feel like you can be a fat pitcher. Yeah. Like, you're playing every five days. Like, you just need, like, stamina. You yeah. can still be fat and be, like, a workhorse. Yeah, and also baseball is one of those things where it's like, if you're fat, I mean, who cares? As long as you're not an outfielder. Like, yeah. You can be a fat third baseman. You can be a... It's harder to be a fat catcher, even though, like, for some reason, you gotta be, it's, it's still, like it's like being a goalie. Like, you would think you would just put the fattest guy right there, and he would be fine. Well, that's the but, thing is, like, in in kid pitch and like little league, it was always the fattest guy. And then, like, as you come up, it's like, fuck, I got this is like debatably the most athletic position. Yeah, because on no team. one's allowed to steal bases. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's really hard to like get up from your knees if you're 300 pounds. Yeah, you see a hockey goalie when the hockey it. goalie like takes off all his pads and is in like the postseason or like post game press conference, and you're like, wow, this guy's actually 5'10", 168 pounds. Like. Yeah. <laughs> He's just super agile. Yeah, the hockey players always, like, whenever they show him out of their gear, it always blows me away. It's like, you just look like you're running the mill like firemen. Right. <laughs> but there's no fat hockey players. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, none. None. Well, I mean, it takes it takes real real balance and stamina to literally, like, skate around on, on blades. Like yeah, little on blades of blades. ice. Yeah. That's low-key recklessly dangerous to be just, like, trucking people that have like blades attached to both yeah. their feet <laughs> yeah exactly like, if i like, laid somebody out i'd be afraid like his feet would come up and yeah. cut well, my well, neck it's, I, it's happened before yeah it's, it's happened before it was i don't know if it was minor league or or nhl or what what league it was but there there's a video and there's like there's a whole like retelling i don't think it's a whole documentary but there's a retelling of a, of a hockey goalie who was doing i don't know if he's in a penalty shootout or somebody was trying to score on him and the hockey the hockey skate came up and literally slit his carotid artery. Yeah, and he was bleeding out on the ice, and the trainer or the medical staff Somebody like saved his he life. came out there and literally stuck his hand in his neck and pinched his artery shut until he could get to a hospital. And they yeah. had to like sew it back together. Like it's the craziest shit ever, and it's crazy because you can see it. Like he gets hit and then he looks down instant. and then blood just comes all over the ice. Yeah, and it's like oh shit. Yeah, that's like, not great. Yeah, I can imagine as an athletic trainer that's. Or, or any sports medicine staff, that is the last thing you plan that you need to know yeah. how to do is pinch somebody's carotid artery. Yeah. Maybe a hockey guy would be way more That's, prepared for yeah, that. Yeah, probably just like, yeah, maybe I should take this weekend course just to figure out how to do this. My favorite part about this is like five minutes before we started recording, we both agreed that we would never talk about hockey on this show because we don't really watch it all that much. That's and that's true, yeah. <laughs> well, it's only fitting because it's opening night. So. Yeah, opening night. <laughs> Maybe I'll become a Seattle Kraken fan. We were talking about the need for new expansion franchises, and we got one starting tonight. And honestly, if I'm going to be a hockey fan, I might as well just pick the newest team. Yeah. Like, I liked when I the, missed the boat on the Vegas Golden Knights. Like, they were good right off the bat. I think we yeah. were, it's too late to become fans of them. That would be bandwagon at this point. Yeah, well, it, it, was, it was cool because I was actually – I was in Vegas briefly during their inaugural season. I went in December, and it was like their first year in the league, and they were like – destroying the league like yeah. for some reason they were like they had won 
I think they had like the the most winning record in the league at that point when they I was made, down they, there. They made it to the Stanley Cup championship. Yeah, that year. yeah, it was crazy. And like there were jerseys everywhere. People were like, everybody was like, "Oh, Vegas can't support this." I was like, "If anybody's going to support a team, it's it, it it's going to be it doesn't Vegas, even have, but they have to be good. It doesn't they have even, to be good. It doesn't even have to be like Vegas residents. Like there's always going to be people in Vegas. Yeah. Like there's going to be people at those games. Yeah. And a lot of people that move or live in Vegas, they don't have any claim. Or like, they're just like, yes, care, they, yeah. Nobody moves to Vegas and they're like, you know, dedicated to their hometown. You move to Vegas because you just want to live somewhere fun as shit. Yeah, exactly. There's no rules. Yeah. So the, yeah, they can definitely get a home home base going. Um. So I don't know. Maybe if we. Uh, but I would love to be a Seattle Kraken fan with you. We'll have to try and discuss this with their PR department. Them becoming the official NHL franchise of the Mayo Boys. <laughs> I have to send him a DM on Twitter. Hey, oh yeah. Um, Let me get a Chudley and a Schmoll jersey. Yeah, so we've got the Twitter thing going, but this is uh, fuck Justin Turner. I don't know what it is about this man, but I just look he at him like a, and I fucking hate him. It's like a yard gnome. Yeah, he literally looks like a Game of Thrones character that just like decided he was going to play baseball one day. And he hit a really long home run, and he was like, I'm going to do this forever. Yeah. Very – his career has always been very suspicious to me because he was like a mids player in the MLB for like a solid like four or five years. Yeah, nobody fucking knew him when he played for the Mets. And then out of nowhere, he goes to the Dodgers and starts just absolutely raking. And yeah, then, but it was, it, it's always then, in the he, postseason. And then like, he raked for like two or three years, and then he went back to being mids. Yeah, he's literally like – he's only useful in the postseason. Yeah. Which is the most annoying kind of player. Yeah. He's, he's, he's that guy who does just enough to get, like, one special card on MLB The Show, like, every year. And then he's like, I'm good. He's like, I just make sure people never forget about yeah, me. I feel that. <laughs> he's like, whatever. No matter what, they can't take away that 2018 postseason run from Ooh, me. Yeah. Be- <laughs> I'll have a 99 card every year for that. Absolutely. Your cat is asleep on my arm. Oh, yeah, I know. He's the most adorable thing I've ever seen. He's a good see. buddy. <laughs> the new, yeah, this is the new uh, podcat. <laughs> Zazu the Mayo Cat. Zazu the Mayo Cat, even though he is very dark gray. Yep. A little contrast. It's okay. <laughs> it's ironic. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> We're funny. We get it. <laughs> This is a different Applebee's commercial than the one Applebee's that everybody hates. Been, I'll tell you what, ever since that song came out, Applebee's has just taken advantage of every exposure. I just don't understand their business model. Like they're it's just in our city alone, they closed like five of the seven Applebee's, yet they're still like the sponsor of Monday night football. It's like what are you all spending your money <laughs> yeah. on? It's just There's it's, nobody out here in the world that doesn't know what Applebee's yeah. is. Like we've all we've yeah. all been there at least once. Yeah, yeah, we've all been there and had a horrible time. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, do you like heroin? <laughs> do you You'll, want all of your servers to be addicted to it? What you really love is the Applebee's bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you wear shoes. <laughs> oh, God. Real talk, though. I have... What sucks is I've had some good-ass food from Applebee's before. I'm not going to lie. The boneless wings are okay. Sometimes they're, they're yeah, pretty sometimes good. Sometimes they're all right. I mean, I've even had a few pasta dishes. That I was like, all right. I mean, service has never been good. I have no. never had... Good service at Applebee's. And that might not even be their fault. But 
The food sometimes does surprise me. Now, granted, I haven't been to one in probably five years. But yeah, me either. I don't plan to ever go back. I'll never take another step inside of Applebee's. I, I think I'm honestly I'm team done. Chili's all day. Chili's is fire. Yeah. I think I'm done with, like, mids-level, like, franchise restaurants. Oh, fucking millennials. We're tearing those apart. Oh, yeah, we're ruining one right them, now. Yeah. And, and COVID's on our side. Our last monthly meeting, that was actually the topic of discussion. The millennial shareholder meeting. Yeah. I think it's it's definitely, like, an anti-corporation thing. Like, oh, we're absolutely. Kinda, yeah, we're just tired of being, like, the whipping generation. I would much rather go to any, like, local local family oh, for restaurant. Sure. Yeah, they're going to do it better. And you're not, it's, it's, it then, might be a little bit more expensive, but it's going to be Then go to a fucking to TGI Fridays or yeah. something. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think Kentucky's had a TGI Fridays for like 10 years. Get some pot stickers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throw back some Zaw sticks, you know. Hell yeah. <laughs> Happy hour, um, baby. I'll tell you what though, TGI Fridays potato skins. Those went. I think the yeah TJF Fridays. I think the only thing they do now is they just like sell potato skins to supermarkets. Yeah, like that's and I like think their I think that's their yeah, whole but, business yeah, model. They now. literally they were like, let's just sell our appetizers to the frozen food. We market. don't even need the buildings. Let's yeah. just. <laughs> well, that's what all of them started doing. Like, uh, B Dubs went with the sauces. Like, almost every yeah. important restaurant, especially a wing place, has a sauce you can buy in the in the condiments aisle yeah bw3 is another place that might be on the chopping block eventually like not now but every, i about to say every time i think i'm gonna phase them out i eat there again and i'm like mm, i want to hate it but it's actually not bad you just gotta know. know what to order i say give it about 10 to 15 years That's and that we're gonna take that one down. after after we get like rid of all the worst ones first like it's gonna be like applebee's is going down like yeah. cheesecake factory is gonna get out of here at some point honestly fucking love cheesecake factory that's okay i love cheesecake factory i don't know why their, they have their to menu be- has entirely too many choices their menu is literally has as many pages as a bible and i just don't understand why each one has to look like a roman emperor's dining hall see i like it because it really throws off your dining experience you're no, like, like you're like i really want to eat some pasta but i also want to like Fucking get a long sword and start chopping people. I'm eating an eleven dollar fettuccine Alfredo inside of like Saddam Hussein's castle. It comes in a, <laughs> it comes in a bucket. <laughs> it's just such a conflict in my mind. I don't understand it. And That's I'm, fair, and it's always in a mall. Yeah, they're always in malls. <laughs> it's like, how do we force people to come here? Olive Garden's gonna get a bat here at some point. I'm not a huge fan of Olive Garden. You can get so much better Italian at. Literally any other Italian yeah. restaurant. That's a rip. Not right at him, though. That's Mookie. He's always getting that. But, like, pasta's the one thing, like, I feel like I can confidently make all the time. So I don't really go out to eat at Italian restaurants as yeah. much because I'm like, I can do that. Yeah, the older the, the older I got and the more I, like, got into at least base-level cooking, the more I realized it's, like, it's really hard to fuck up pasta. Yeah. Like, just literally what? just boil them. Yep. And then you can do whatever you want after that. How about our Wildcats, though? buddy i'm so excited whooping up on ed odron and the lsu tigers cool tigers cool tigers um ed odron is in trouble my friend yeah he's in he's in that was he's in real trouble literally the last thing that he could have done we talked about this on the last episode also and the worst case scenario for him was to go into lexington and just get the doors blown off yeah, I mean, because LSU never had a chance that entire game. No, it was 42-21, to 21 and the game was not that close. 
No, I think LSU had what like 150 yards total offense or something. Yeah, it like was that. 35 to seven when they finally called off the dogs. Yeah, and put some backups in. <laughs> right. Oh man. Well, speaking of head coaches in trouble, that's been the uh, <laughs> that's been the trend of this year, and I guarantee you, there's nobody happier right now than Urban Meyer. Yeah. Not a soul is happier than him. The tape of him grabbing someone's cooch from behind uh-huh. has long vanished from the internet in yeah, the past what, 24 hours. What timing of that. And I, I guarantee you every new email that leaks out of Gruden, Urban Meyer is just rubbing his hands together and licking his lips. He's like, absolutely. Cut him up. <laughs> this is why all the old people are getting canceled because this is why you don't, you don't say things like that on an email. Why would you leave a paper trail? Yeah. Like – and he's the we, reason we understand that a lot of you have these views. Keep them to yourself. <laughs> so, somebody last night was like, "I wonder why all these are coming out now." And I just realized when I read this morning that it's from the investigation into the Washington football. Yeah, team. they're probing Bruce Allen. Yeah, like, and they uh, were going through account. his emails, and they're like, "Oh shit, yeah. this is from John Gruden." And <laughs> it's yeah, it's funny, and you know that like they were going through, and one person was like gonna gloss over it. Somebody else was like, "Hey, hold on, hey." Does that say is that, is that J dot Gruden? John Gruden. Is that John Gruden? <laughs> J Gruden at Monday Night Football dot com. This is like it's like what's uh is Monday night is that what CBS or who is that? It's literally it, it has like his analyst handle yeah. in the email and he's just dropping <laughs> J Gruden. J Gruden at Monday Night Football dot com subject subject line Robert Goodell is a pussy bitch yeah. <laughs> in all caps. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I wonder... Uh, oh, do you think he remembered the email, like, whenever the first thing came out? Because the first thing that came out was what he said about the DeMaurice Smith, the guy from the Players Union. Yeah, it went from, like, it went from that, do you racist think? to sexist to homophobic. So, it's like, he started with the big one. Do you think he remembered so then, that email? Do you think he, like, saw that and he was like, oh, shit. And he knew what else was in there. <laughs> he was <laughs> like... <laughs> He just like went home and started packing his shit immediately. <laughs> yeah, he's selling his house. Yeah. Like, are you sure? He's like, I'm. We're getting right. We're getting out of here. Like the news drops. Like as he's like carrying the last box of stuff out of his office. <laughs> God, did you see the picture of him? Uh, he's like hugging Carl Nassib. Like, yeah. Like before all this came out, it's like this looks a little weird. Like, now. oh man, he was trying to choke him out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's disappointing because John Gruden is one of those dudes that. Is unintentionally hilarious. Yeah. Like he's not trying to be, but just his whole personality is just—you can't believe that that's an actual human. Yeah. Who was it? Uh, oh, somebody was on ESPN the other day. Can't remember who it was. He was like, he's like, yeah, Gruden's always just been like a used car sal- like yeah, a used car salesman to me. And I was like, that is the greatest comparison to somebody I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah. Like, with whole like he's uh, just very entertaining. Gruden's QB camp, like listening to the whole thing. Yeah. I was like. I was like, what are you doing? Like, just listen to him talk. I was like, you literally sound like you're trying to sell me a used Lincoln right now. <laughs> he is entertaining. I'll, I'll, I'll miss that part about it. But yeah. apparently he's an enormous piece of shit also. Yeah. Well, shout out to the Raiders. I mean, that's that's one way to get out of a 10-year contract. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, and he was like, like, what's the rule there? It's like, because I feel like that's definitely. Well, he resigned. Bre- well, that's, that's true. Okay. Yeah. So he didn't. So he breached his contract. Yeah. Uh, with resignation. So I would assume they pay him just up until what they've paid him, and then the rest is just void. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure that I don't know what the clauses are like in that contract. Yeah, but we'll talk to our legal team and see what and see how they think that. Bryce, would 
Bryce. Coontang. My only win in fantasy <laughs> since we've been fucking playing. Our legal As I lead the league in scoring and am one and four. We'll talk about something. I'm going to let now. that stew for a second. Yeah, that's fine. You know what? Shut the fuck up. You might actually. That's why every fucking Cubs player said a home run this week. Well, I've processed that grief already. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't processed mine. <laughs> Not healthily, anyway. Oh, Joe Kelly. Last time I saw him, he was giving up a bomb, I think. Yeah. Joe Kelly's another one of those pitchers to me. It's just like, I mean, you're either dominant and really cocky about it, or you're just getting raked. That's the part of baseball that's hard to predict is the bullpens. Bullpens yeah. are so flaky. Well, then, and, and especially and for, in postseason baseball where, like, none of it matters because, I mean, you have your starters who would, like, typically be dominated. Like, like in a normal game, there's no way they pull Walker Buehler out of this no. game. No. Like, yeah, he's got two men on base, one out, but it's the top of the fifth, and, and they're, they're up, up 4-0, and you do not pull your starter in that. But because it's the postseason, as soon as they have one glimmer of them – Losing it, they just immediately yank. That's what I mean by they overmanage in the postseason. Because in this situation, I trust Walker Bueller more to get Absolutely. two outs than I do Joe Kelly. Absolutely. Especially when you're like San Fran's leading the series. So if anything's to happen here, they win this game. It's yeah, over. you're really going to bank it all on this guy? That's what I'm saying. It's, it's very. That, that's what I've never understood about postseason baseball. For. For a sport that is so ritualistic and, like, I ha- we have to, like, keep it all in line. Yeah. Like, why do they just completely abandon game plans in the postseason? That same, the same shit they did for 162 games. Like, I know, like, each game is statistically more important. But, you I mean, you got to go with what got you there, right? Yeah. Do you think they finally learned this lesson and they're not going to put Clayton Kershaw in to come in as reliever? Absolutely not. If it comes down to it, he will absolutely be pitching the final three innings of this game. Yeah, what is it like three years in a row he's come in to close out a game and has like lost the save like every single time? Well, I think the year they won was the year he actually like completed it. Oh, okay, yeah. And then then one of the other years was the Astros year, I think, where they like knew every pitch he was Yeah, and him and you, Darvish, were just getting their shit rocked all over the field. Yep. Of course, the Astros yet again find their way into the ALCS. Hmm. Fishy. Yeah. I'll never forgive them for that. No, nobody ever will. Not until nobody who was ever on that team is on is gone from that team. Yeah, it has to be everyone. Yeah, literally everyone, especially Altuve. I hate Altuve. Especially Carlos Correa. And Correa, I, I hate Carlos Correa. He's <laughs> a free agent this off season. Yeah, there's speculation to him to the Phillies, I've heard. Yeah, I would hate that. Yeah, I wouldn't be a huge fan. Walker Buehler, shout out, Kentucky boy. Yeah, Lexington. Is it Lexington? I thought it was like Boyle County or something like that. No, it's either Lexington or like right outside of Lexington. Yeah. I think he went to Lexington Catholic. I was about to say, that sounds right. That's a rip. There's a there's C. Put in Joe Kelly. He gets now up like, a row. Oh, they held him up. Yeah, they know. Oh, they're looking for the grand slam right here. Yeah, they, they, they know Mookie's probably Tommy Lestel, that's another really. former Cub. Yep. I remember the year we won the World Series, they tried to send Tommy Lestella to AAA in, like, June, and he just said no. <laughs> and he, like, went back to New Jersey, like, to where he lives. And then he was just, like, away from the team for, like, a month, and he finally he was like, fine. 
I'll go to Triple A, and he was he was in Triple A for like a couple weeks, and they brought him back up to the major league team. Well, that worked out for him. <laughs> he got a month off. Yeah, he got pissed because all the young oh, players, all the young players were getting called up and like taking all like he was playing behind Russell and Baez. Darren Roof, Darren Ruff. How do you pronounce yeah. that last name? Ruff, Roof, probably Roof. Two fifty career average, bases loaded. That's pretty he's good. A, he's a big chunky fella. He looks like he can take one deep here. Oh, it's off the end of the bat. Got to lean into that. Yep. That'd be the worst part of being a professional athlete is those stupid cameramen just like running out on the field to like shove a camera in your face God, as you walk that off the field. Would drive me insane. Like, I would will be, you get the fuck out of here? Yeah, I would be the subject of so many like paparazzi assault oh, yeah. charges if I was, because I'm already Any fairly famous at all. I'm, yeah, I'm already fairly quick to anger, and if you put a camera in my face, I'm probably just gonna break the camera. Yeah, you would have like a Kanye moment on TMZ yeah. at least once a week. Yeah. <laughs> like, we caught Schmoll out at the club again. He broke another camera. You just see me punting somebody's fucking cannon into the street. There's a Sports Center top ten of Schmoll's <laughs> Schmoll's best paparazzi rants. Yeah. It's like uh, it's like when Sandler uh, or Happy Gilmore is on the um, they show his highlight and he's yeah. just like suck my white ass ball. Any more of this? And he's gone. You bitch! You play where it lies. you. I'm hearing, I'm hearing rumblings of a Happy Gilmore too. Oh yeah. I don't think it's gonna happen, but. Uh, Sandler and um, the guy who plays Shooter McGavin went back and forth on Twitter or whatever social media they were going they were going for, and it was uh, it was pretty nostalgic. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, that would be because they were both like in character. Do doing like a Happy Gilmore two where they're both playing on the senior PGA tour would be fucking incredible. Such a great idea. <laughs> Such a great idea. Because Shooter, the guy who plays Shooter, is still in great shape. Yeah, and Sandler is like he's. I mean, he's your average mid 50s yeah but he's like also got the money to be like let's get one last run out of this oh i would love that so much it'd be so good because you know it, it it would be done right too because right i feel like sandler's past the point where he's making garbage movies like like i feel like he's out of all of his like production <laughs> Depends deals on if he gets and contracts sn- snubbed for another oscar again right that's what he said last time. He's like, if I don't win an Oscar for Uncut Gems, he's like, I'm going to go make the worst movie you all have ever seen. Yeah. Uncut Gems was so good. It was gave me so much anxiety. That, that was the goal. Yeah. That was the absolute goal. He just, he kept taking L's and then he took the one big W and he was like... Every single time. He, then he put it all in this huge, what, five-item five parlay? Yeah, every single time this man would like get back to zero like he would be down the whole time and he'd get right back to zero and then he would just immediately fuck it up again and you're like no why are you doing that but that's what we call gambling addiction that's exactly what that is and the kevin garnett cameos for the movie it was the most random and it wasn't even like how about it, it kevin wasn't garnett even... looking like he can literally still play basketball to yeah. this day he looks the exact same as he did in nah, the he early probably 2000s. will look that way till the day he dies yeah he's definitely got that type of like build and 
like way about him that he's just he's literally going to look like he can play until he's sixty. Yeah. Because anything is possible. <laughs> it makes me sad. No, like we could have seen like Kobe Bryant out there at like sixty, still giving dudes buckets and oh, like. Yeah. At like the Drew League in the offseason, yeah. like Kobe's just fifty eight, just putting up buckets on eighteen year olds. Yeah, I don't know. Kobe Kobe struck me as the guy who would take like the Michael Jordan approach, where he would just like pick an entirely new sport and just dominated that. Yeah, like now Michael Jordan's a scratch golfer, and like Kobe picked up soccer. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of golf or people dominating their second sport, J.R. Smith played in his first collegiate golf tournament this weekend. We got to we got to talk about this cuz I have not kept up with this. So, he, go ahead. I, well, I saw he shot at 81 in the first round, but then he also got attacked by a lot of bees apparently <laughs> and got stung a bunch of times. So, I think it was an up or down. <laughs> That'll probably hurt your score a little bit. <laughs> 81 still a phenomenal score. Yeah, it's not bad. Is that's that's well above average for golf for right. any average golfer. So that was, I've broken that 90 was, twice in my life. So that was your J.R. Smith update. He shot at 81, got stung by some bees. Oh, man, that's funny. It's good to see him. I always see him on Twitter, like, posting. Like, he'll get, like, his test scores back from one of his classes. He'll be like, got a 94 on my <laughs> <laughs> It gives me joy. He's getting to experience the college lifestyle as, like, a 38-year-old. Yeah, and, and I mean... Yeah, I bet he lives in a dorm, too. I about to say, yeah, when you've, when you've accomplished everything else, you might as well just go do it. He like, seems like one of just those... Just go enjoy everything. He just, like, had his own dorm built there. J.R. Smith Hall. It looks it's it's, it, 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 it looks like a dorm room, but then you open up, like, you go through the front door, and it's literally just, like, his house. <laughs> it's with a fucking nightclub. Yeah. <laughs> God, I hurt a little, but I'm all right. God, son, what the hell are you doing? 364 more days till next year's hockey tryouts. I gotta toughen up. Yeah! Come on, boy, cut that out. You're making me sick. Hey! So you're a hockey player, huh? Yeah. You're gonna give that shit up? You're gonna concentrate on golf. Who the hell are you? I'm the club pro here, Chubbs Peterson. And I'm offering to teach you how to play golf personally. For free. No. You have no idea who I am, do you? No, I don't. Back in 1965, Sports Illustrated said I was going to be the next Arnold Palmer. Yeah, what happened? They wouldn't let me play on the Pro Tour anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. Because you're black? Hell no. Damned alligator bit my hand off. Oh, my God! Yeah, tournament down in Florida. I hooked my ball in the rough down by the lake. Damned alligator just popped up. Cut me down in my prime. He got me. But I tore one of that bastard's eyes out, though. Look at that. <laughs> You're pretty sick, Chubbs. 